0: Good morning and welcome to the House of the Lord. This is a wonderful day of celebration put together by our Pastor Bob and Jeff Shellhammer. All of the pictures and music they've been working on uh, in enormous collaboration. The choir is outstanding. The musicians are above superb. You're going to love it. It's a wonderful morning. Now everything in you is going to want to clap. Please don't. It's a whole story. And to keep the feel of this story moving, uh, hold it in your heart in prayer and thoughtfulness and watch the magic of the spirit work within you as well this morning. Easter services next weekend, uh, 6.30 over at the barn, if you are so inclined. We're going to have two eight-person golf carts in order to shuttle you about if uh, getting there is, in terms of safety and stability, is a question. Uh, We're asking folks who are interested and able to park over at the Lower McCorkle Park. Do you know where that is? And Gehenna? We'll come get you so that our guests and friends might have greater access to our parking lot. And if you are so inclined to get up a hair earlier and come to the 8 o'clock service in order to facilitate more space for our family and guests, that would be appreciated as well. The Enrichment Series concludes today with Krista, um, excuse me, Laura Kriska. She is an expert in diversity. We have enormous diversity within this community, and to look at our congregation, you might not know that. So we will love to hear from her on how we might continue to grow in that grace among us. Last but not least, the Kroger Rewards program is on. The gift is once you sign up now, you never have to sign up again. But all of the proceeds go to the United Methodist Women's Missions programming. All right? Let's pray as we begin. Lord, today begins our journey to Jerusalem. We can only begin to imagine how that must have felt in your heart and in the lives of the disciples. But today we would journey with you. Feel and hear that moving of your spirit as the days pass and as the height begins down to the lowest of pain. Work within us, Lord, to help us realize that the gift, the pure gift of your love. Amen. Would you remain seated as we share in our call to worship? Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His steadfast love endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. Wave after wave of shouting pours over Jesus and the twelve. Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The crowd followed them all the way from Bethany, their numbers swelling with every step. Palm branches are cut across the path and coats so many that the ground in front of them became a carpet of wild color. Sunday because there were palm branches that were thrown into the road in front of him as he approached the city, a kind of poor man's red carpet, a kind of homemade ticker tape parade, and all over Christendom people leave church with palm leaves of their own to remember him by the anniversary of his last journey. ...to pin up on the kitchen bulletin board or stick into the frame of the dresser mirror... ...until finally they turn yellow and brittle with age and we throw them out. Some of the people who were there were so carried away by what was happening... ...they took the clothes off their backs and spread them out on the road in front of them... ...along with the branches so that the clip-clop, clip-clop of the hooves of the colt he was riding were muffled by shirts, shawls, and cloaks spread out there in the dust, as maybe even you and I would have spread ours out too if we'd been there, because it was a moment with such hope and passion in it. Would you rise and join in singing Hosanna, loud Hosanna, greet each other in the name of our Christ. The peace of Christ be with you. It's almost impossible to imagine a person being willing to lay down his life for the sins of the world, and yet that is exactly what happened. When we return a portion of our gifts today, we're saying with all of our hearts and minds and souls that we'd like to be willing to do the same for the saving of the world and for its transformation May God bless all the offering that we bring today. Would you pray with me? Lord, we would bring ourselves first and foremost because your great love so changed the world and made hope possible and the restoring of the world a promise. Help us, we pray, as we celebrate on this morning and journey toward Jerusalem to find ourselves one with you and one with each other. We ask it in the name of our Christ. Amen. (music) you <music> Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover meal for us that we may eat it. They asked him, Where do you want us to make preparation for it? Listen, he said to them, When you've entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I may make the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs already furnished. Make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When the hour came, he took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. He came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing Remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. When he got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, Because of grief, he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Was still speaking. Suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading him. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, is it with a kiss that you are betraying the Son of Man? Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. But Peter was following at a distance. When they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man was also with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else, on seeing him, said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then about an hour later, yet another kept insisting. Surely this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you're talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Would you rise and join in our hymn, Are Ye Able? Please be seated. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people, and said to them, "'You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people, "'and here I have examined him in your presence and have not found this man guilty.' of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Then they all shouted out together, Away with this fellow, release Barabbas to us. This was a man who had been put in prison for an insurrection that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again, but they kept shouting, crucify, crucify him. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country, and they laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. Two others also who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the Skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourselves and us. But the other rebuked him saying, Do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly For we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come to your kingdom? He replied, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Uh It was now about noon, and darkness came over the land until three in the afternoon, while the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last When the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly, this man was innocent. Dear Lord Jesus, you, the image of the unseen God, the firstborn of all creation, for whom all things are created in heaven and on earth, everything visible and everything invisible, you hang dead on a cross. You've just spoken your last words. It is fulfilled. And given up your spirit. A look at your dead body on the cross. The soldiers who have broken the legs of the two men crucified with you do not break your legs, but one of them pierces your side with a lance, and immediately blood and water flow out. Your heart is broken the heart that did not know hatred, revenge, resentment, jealousy, or envy, but only love, love so deep and so wide that it embraces your Father in heaven as well as all humanity in time and space. Your broken heart is the source of my salvation the foundation of my hope, the cause of my love. It is the sacred place where all that was, is, and ever shall be, is held in unity. These all-suffering, excuse me, there all-suffering has been suffered. All anguish lived, all loneliness endured, All abandonment felt and all agony cried out. There, human and divine love have kissed. And there, God and all men and women of history are reconciled. All the tears of the human race have been cried there. All pain understood and all despair touched. Together with all people of all times, I look up to you whom they have pierced. And I gradually come to know what it means to be part of your body and your blood, what it means to be human. As we prepare for the benediction, I would like to invite you to leave in quiet and in an attitude of prayer. Now, hide no more. You have been reconciled. Old things are in the process of passing away. And everything in Christ can become new. Be thankful and take courage. The journey to the cross has begun. Amen.